Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant, and this is the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where I am committed to resolving your child's exhausting sleep habits so you can look forward to bedtime, especially when you have a toddler or preschooler who stalls bedtime like the best of them, right? Y'all, today is all about how to beat the bedtime stalling, and I asked a question on Instagram to go along with this podcast, and I am so excited to hear all of your stories. So head on over to Instagram at littlezsleep, and I want to know, how does your child stall bedtime? What do they do? What is their unique trick and tactic to get you to just wait a few more minutes before you say goodnight? Before I get into my number one strategy to beat bedtime stalling, I want to share with you a review that came in from a recent family who just wrapped up with me and how amazing they are sleeping because you know I am all about turning the tables. You don't have to be a tired parent. And there are so many well-rested parents out there. I just want their words to speak. Here's what Jamie had to say about our time together with their 13-month-old son. Our only regret about calling Becca is that we didn't call sooner. We endured 13 months of interrupted sleep and frustration that was affecting every aspect of our life. Becca initiated a sleep plan and had our son sleeping through the night in the first couple of days. With her guidance, we were able to take our life back. We were previously going to bed around 8 p.m. as soon as our son fell asleep in order to desperately grab a few hours before the wake up and struggled for hours to get him to go back to sleep. For nap time, we resorted to co-sleeping. Now we can lay our son down and have adult time every night. Everyone is sleeping better. Mom, dad, and son are significantly happier. And with the baby on the way, we plan to use Becca services to help our family adjust to the new sleep routines when bringing baby home. We recommend Becca to all of our friends and family. Your baby can be a good sleeper. Sleep deprivation is not a mandatory part of parenthood. Jamie, thank you for those words, and I am so happy that your family is so well-rested now. Thank you. So one of the things that Jamie and I worked on was the bedtime stalling. After 12 months old, what we want to work towards is getting your toddler now. Yes, toddler, after 12 months old, you have a toddler. (laughs) We want to work towards developing a stress-free bedtime routine that does not involve a bedtime feed, but that honestly allows a connection and a lot of fun time. But inevitably going along with a fun time and a connecting time, your toddler, your preschooler, your sweet little kid is now saying things like, no mommy, or another book mommy, right? I don't know if y'all have maybe banned this book from your library, but my husband absolutely despises Goodnight Moon. I know it's like a classic, but I honestly can't stand it either. And we have definitely thrown it under the couch or under the bed a time or two because we just want to hide it. And it's so interesting to me. I realized something the other day about this book because my youngest, who is almost two, she found it hidden underneath the couch, (laughs) and she pulled it out. We started reading it, and you know what my eyes drifted to in the entire book? The clock, right? Have you ever noticed in Goodnight Moon that from the time the book opens to the time the book ends, which only takes maybe three minutes to read, the clock elapses 
one hour. It goes from seven o'clock to eight o'clock. So the entire span of the book, this bunny or the author, or maybe the little mom, mouse, the old lady whispering hush, whoever it is, she is actually trying to get that kid to go to sleep for an hour. (laughs) It made me laugh because you know what? That's you. That's me. That's my clients. Y'all, if you have a toddler, preschool, or young child, you have a child who likes to stall bedtime. Yes, including our family. So today, I want to spare you from an entire hour of saying goodnight to every tiny little piece of your room and get that kid into bed and get them down to sleep for the night. All right. Are you ready to dive into my number one strategy? Okay. My favorite way to get your child through the motion of bedtime routine, remember, this is supposed to be 30 minutes from start to finish, it's a timer, a very expensive timer. I will tell you, go to my show notes, click on the link to the time timer, and you're going to be like, Becca, why in the world do I need a $30 timer? Y'all, this podcast is not sponsored by the Time Timer. It's just that awesome. So the Time Timer is a visual aid that helps your child understand time because your 13-month-old, your three-year-old, they don't understand what 10 more minutes means. You can say it all day long, but they just don't get it. But what they can understand is a tiny little slice of a pie that gets smaller and smaller and smaller until it goes off and beeps. While the time timer is definitely not the only thing that's going to work, y'all, honestly, any timer can be helpful, absolutely. But the reason I wanna focus on the time timer and timers in general on today's episode is because it's teaching your child some responsibility. Here's the setup. I want you to get the time timer and ours happens to be blue just because that's my favorite color, but they do come in a lot of different variations of colors. And I want you to gift this to your child. It is their timer. It is not your timer. It is theirs. So when you get it in the mail, play with it. Let them experiment. Let them move the dial. Let them look at the color and have fun making that beeping go off like a thousand times. It does get annoying, but you know what? They love it. It's theirs. So let them have ownership of it. But here's what we want to do. After they've played with it and gotten it out of their system, I want you to set up a rule. And the rule about the timer is when it shows red, don't touch. Okay, so this timer, we want to put a rule on that when the red dial is on, you cannot touch the timer because of course then you're fudging the clock, right? Your child is in charge of the timer. We've got a rule that when it shows red, you don't touch. And now we're gonna start to use this for bedtime routine. You can also identify the actual time on the clock with the actual time on your watch just so you could kind of keep tab of things. But really making that rule is awesome when you get this timer in. So when it's time for bedtime, what I want you to do is every motion of the routine, I want you to use this timer for. All right, it's time to hop into bath. Hey, would you put the timer on the number five? Okay, great. We're going to take a bath for five minutes. And when the timer goes off, that means we are all done. It's time to get out of the bathtub. Okay. All right, let's get into the bath and let them finish out their bath when the timer goes off. Oh, you know what? Timer says it's 
time to get out. We're going to hop out of the tub and dry off. And now we're going to brush our teeth again. Let's time this. I feel like my best friend who's a dentist is going to love this part of the podcast. Let's time it for a minute and brush your teeth. Or maybe it's two minutes. Oh gosh. How long are you supposed to brush your teeth? A minute? Two minutes? Somebody, somebody reach out. Let me know. (laughs) Anyways, for a toddler, let's time brushing our teeth. All right, timer goes off. We're done with that. Let's move into our next activity. During bedtime routine, I love having reading time or play time, whatever that connection piece is, but it's really hard to move on from that, isn't it? So they've got their PJs on, and in our home, here's what we do. As soon as they're done brushing their teeth, we put a timer on for 15 minutes. And in this 15 minutes, it's like miniature time management lesson here, honestly, They need to get their PJs on, and that's as much time as we have to read books or play before we get into bed and turn off the light. So for our family, we use this timer, this final third timer piece, as, okay, from the time you get your timer on until the time we say goodnight, however you want to use this, whatever you want to do, whether that's books or we're really into telling stories now, so whether you want to tell stories or you want to play this silly sock game that we made up, whatever it is, that's how much time we have and the timer goes off, and then that's our cue to get in bed, give tucks, give kisses, say prayers, give hugs, and leave the room. And I have to tell you that even our 22-month-old gets it. We have been so diligent on using this timer, and it just takes practice. We have been so diligent on using this and cueing her and using the same language and the same terms every single night that they really do start to understand that, okay, this is what we're doing and this is how we do it. And it gives them ownership. But let's kind of look at some logistics here. First of all, I said I have two kids and one timer, (laughs) right? So Right now, our youngest isn't super into actually being a part of turning the dial. Um, She would turn it all the way to zero because she just likes to turn the numbers. Um, But our oldest can know these numbers, and she's the one right now who manipulates it. So we haven't crossed that bridge yet. But I would say if you have a kid, multiple kids who can all use this timer, then let's look at alternating the nights, okay? So maybe it's um, every other night you have a little track or maybe it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, whatever that is, and maybe Sunday you run the timer. Honestly, you can definitely get creative because what we don't want is this timer to be an issue. We don't want the timer to become something that they don't look forward to, something that they see as a punishment. Oh, it's not my turn, so I'm going to deny the timer. We want everyone to be involved with this. And the reason this timer is so powerful is it puts the power off of them and off of you, and it's all on the timer. So really what we're doing here is looking at the fact that, hey, guess what? This timer has gone off and it's not mommy and daddy saying it's ready for bed, you know, let's get in. And it's not the kid trying to stall things. It is a third party. And oh man, hallelujah, praise the Lord for a third party coming in to say, yep, ready to get in bed. Because doesn't your kid always listen just a little bit differently for a third party? And if since it's an inanimate object, they can't talk back to it. And they set the timer in the first place. So it's extremely helpful. So from start to finish, what we're looking at here is a 30-minute bedtime routine that literally can be timed. (laughs) The whole process. I am really pumped for you to try this. Whether you use the time timer or you have a kitchen timer, the only thing I would like to avoid would be your phone timer, which was probably the thing you thought, well, I'm not going to buy a timer. We're just going to use my phone. But let's think about using your phone 
as something that can also be used as what during the day? Games? Pictures? Mm-hmm. All these other additional things that your phone is used for. I don't want to mix a phone into the bedtime. The other reason I don't want to mix it in is because it also produces blue light and we don't want any type of blue light disturbing your child's sleep. So this is exactly why I'm recommending a separate timer that again is owned by your child. It's their timer, they're in control of it. So over on my Instagram, like I said, I've posted a picture of my kids with their time timer and I'm asking you, what is it that your child is the master at stalling? Whatever that is, I am excited for you to give this timer a go because I really know that once you put some boundaries and expectations on what bedtime routine is, it can really start to change. So give me a shout out. Let me know what's going on with your kid and their bedtime routine stalling tactics and how you are putting a really fun twist on ending these bedtime stalling tactics. If you have a friend or a family member who has a toddler or a preschooler and you know that they are really struggling with bedtime, would you forward them this episode? Take a screenshot or just copy the link and share it with them, tag them in my Instagram, whatever that is, because this small change, I have heard some really powerful things from my clients that just getting this timer involved in bedtime is such a game changer. And even if you're not struggling with this right now, I'm sure you know someone who is, and you will be their hero if you just share a simple, small little tool that can completely change the bedtime routine. Thank you so much for being here today. I am really looking forward to next week. Sweet dreams. See you next time.